Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Right, let's get this shit cracking in. Let's get this shit cracking like a lacking. Crack a lack a lack a lack a lacking. It's hot as fuck. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just start the episode <laughs> like, like that with the curse words. Nobody's hot. Good. You got a hoodie on too. You know what I'm saying? Dang, that is impressive. I mean, I'm 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 chill, but if I had a hoodie on, like, nigga, I'll be. I mean, it's your house. I'll put on the AC if you need to. Nah, nah, we good. We good. Yeah. Oh shoot, was this 98? Sure, why not? Oh shit, it is 98. No, is it? Is it? It's 98. Yeah, it's 98. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, man. Speak between the lines podcast episode. It's your boy Young Res. Join with Jay Rock. He gave us here. He just hit. He here. He here. He just hit right now. He just hit right. He ain't, he ain't even signed in yet. He just. He just here. No, that's right. You were in the building. He was signed in. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, real quick uh, before we get started, uh, it is a new year, and so uh, with that, we have some things that we need to. Uh, get off our chest. Yeah, and and to get an order for the podcast. So for 2020, we do have some goals that we really need your help as listeners uh, on. Uh, we do want to hear from you uh, to just basically hear what you like about the show, what you dislike about the show, what could improve, um, whether it be us or the podcast hold on, bro, hold in general. Hold on, bro. I'll start it with dog because I need niggas to really hear you. You know oh, what I'm saying? That's okay. why I want to cut the music out because I, I don't need you. people saying, oh, I couldn't hear Rez over the music. You okay. know what I'm saying? All right, cool. <laughs> so they will take that out. Th- that's yeah. Good point. Good point. All right, so let's reset. Uh, or sidebar for 2020, <laughs> we do have some goals, and we really need your help as listeners. Uh, we need to hear from you to hear what you like, dislike, or could improve um, on the show, uh, and just put a review wherever you listen to us on. So if you're on iTunes or the Apple Podcast. Uh, leave a review if you're on Podbean. Leave a review, uh, Stitcher, anywhere, and of course we will uh, read it and respond to it on air. But we have some big goals in 2020, but we realize that we're not going to be able to really hit those goals without, of course, catering to those that support us and making sure that we're as good as we can possibly be. So that was it. As good as gold. As good as gold. So man, yeah, just just help us out. Help help us help you. I guess. Well, or just help us. Y'all just help us. What was that movie though? I remember that. It was like help me. Boondocks. Oh, help that was me. Boondocks. Help you, help you. Help, help me, Tom. help you, help you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Chronic bitch dependency is a real serious uh, matter. Oh, <laughs> pimp name slick back. I believe I left some here merchandise at this here residence. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Woman, this is. A... <laughs> oh man, I miss Boondocks. Oh, uh, you know what's crazy? Um, again, R.I.P. to Pops, cause like, oh yeah, now he was a heart. Yeah, and they're gonna bring you back on HBO, but now they ain't gonna have Grandpa. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> they're supposed to start this year. It, um, I think it was gonna drop at the end of the year or the beginning of the next year, but we ain't got Pops. So season four is really like the last real season. Mm-hmm. Nah. You think they'll find a way around that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they gonna be grown. It's, I mean, it's still a good show. Um, the question is, do you find somebody to replace Pop's voice? Nah, I don't think you can. I don't think you can do that. I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, John 
brought so much of himself into that character. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang. You know, they ain't classic. The Idis. Yeah. The Idis episode. Ooh. Yeah. But I mean, I, don't, I think, you, I mean, if the show is, I mean, of course you can't create, you can't replace greatness. Okay. Right. But, I mean, if you can find somebody that can match the voice, that then people would probably still stick with the show because it's still a good show. Oh yeah, I'm definitely oh, watching yeah. regardless. Yeah, I'm watching regardless. I would rather them just have another family member take Come care of them. Take, yeah, yeah. So I think they're gonna the funeral. Write, I think they're yeah, gonna write him off. Yeah, mm-hmm. just I think that would be the best do it classy. Thing. Write them off and send them off the right way. Send them off because if they find somebody to imitate pops, then it's like every time his character doing something, it's like man, that ain't the real pops. Yeah, but that that'll last. That won't last long. I don't think only that last one. Kind of like how we got the light skin Aunt Viv. Yeah, yeah, shit. Fresh Prince switched the game up entirely, and we still stuck with. They Fresh didn't Prince. even tell us that the role of Vivian would be played. You know yeah. how soap operas used to do. Yeah, yeah. Nah, they didn't but, do that shit. Nah, Fresh Prince the gangster. It's something different about you, Aunt Viv. That was so <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. Is it your hair? Like, yo, that was so <laughs> funny. Yeah, that was wild. But I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I I want to see. I do want to see how they do that. I think they hang on to him though. I think yeah. they hang on to him. You I mean you know there's enough there's enough technology now because I want to say there was something that happened. Somebody in a major movie died. Star Wars was it Star Wars? Mm-hmm. And they they kind of like Fisher. and they kind of yeah. got the voices of yeah uh, different stuff that he was yeah. in. They used old footage. They had her daughter come in to do some of the stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you can make it happen if you want to spend the money to do some shit like that. You can make it happen. But we also had Aaliyah. And what was that? Oh, Queen of the Damned. Mm, yeah, that, that was terrible. That was yeah, terrible. That was, that was terrible. That was terrible. All right, wins and losses, dubs and L's. All right, so this week I have a win. So the win is for anime. Those who don't know, I am a anime consumer lover. My Hero Academia. Yes, one time for My Hero. So you did see it. So I, I I've seen half of it. Mm. I've, I've seen the. Laminion episode and also the the first half of the Deku episode. Okay, you got so, greatness left. So, but it's the fact that I wasn't expecting this season of My Hero Academia to be so good. Yeah, because season one, two, and three were all time great. Right. Normally, anime, even TV series, fall off eventually. The right. fact that they're still hitting it and you know still has you wanting more every week. I'm definitely riding with it. Respect. Respect. That's the one show that I hear a lot of people at work talk about is My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. You do have some coworkers that. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember you texting about that. He has that. some cool people around him. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like three of them. And they talk about it like almost every day. Different shit that they're watching on Crunchyroll or some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Crunchyroll. Yeah. Crunchyroll? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Crunchyroll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I need to check them on their list though. I can't remember what was on their list, but I'll, I'll get with them. You know what? By me asking them that question, what was their top? I think I even said top five anime. A conversation like a three-hour conversation broke. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, without yeah, question. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the nature of the beast. Because I mean, there I, I sit around like three people that watch it, but there's like, I mean, in our office, there may be like five or six people that watch anime. Do you yeah. remember like any, of the, any shows that they brought up? I don't know. I sent I sent a list to Rudy a while ago. Mm. Yeah, it's lost somewhere. Was there anything good on it? I think I agree with most of it. Um, 
I feel like I agree with most of it. I just don't know if I agree with the order that they put it in. But regardless, I mean, anime, um, it's just one of those things like, like, you I mean, I said it on here before, like it, it taught me a lot of life lessons and how to deal with stuff. So, you know, it's cool. Yeah. But yeah. I'm glad you got to see that. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to finishing it this week. Then I'm, uh, I know you've been telling me about you, so I'm going to start on that this week too. Yes. You was fire. You was fire. I just finished season one yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I got I got a win. I had a bomb ass therapy session not too long ago. I think I want to say it was last Tuesday. Mm. Yeah, okay. It was Talk good. about cool. it. Get a round of applause for for young Ave. Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. The lady was great. The black lady. That was from UNT, so that was tight. And we talked for like, nigga, it had to be like an hour and a half just on just just shit. Just whatever, whatever came to my mind, like she just, we just broke it down and talked about it. And I was thinking it was going to be like a 30 minute session because the sessions are broken down in 30 minute increments. Mm-hmm. But nigga, we was on the phone from like 8 p.m. to like almost 9.30. Oh, just wow. chopping. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I know this has to end soon, but she just kept, she just kept going. And so it was cool. It, it was cool to just like, just have somebody like just talk and then like not interrupt you it's almost weird like to have somebody like listen to you but then like they don't break your your conversation you're just going so it's mm-hmm. like shit this shit is like this shit is weird it's, it's weird to talk and like not be interrupted if you're if you're so used to being interrupted you know what i mean because there's like other shit that comes out of it. It's funny, like y'all are letting me talk. Right, because like, I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just, like, just okay, letting me so talk. He wait for it. <laughs> nah, I wasn't. I just, I, something told me I was going to do that shit. I was sitting there like, damn. I was like, I'd have messed this nigga up for life. <laughs> it's like, it's weird to not have someone. Nah, no, nah, but it's, I mean. Like, I should try that. No, because. I just cut Again. Nah, you know actually, actually, I cut, actually, I cut you off because you were talking. <laughs> but yeah, nah, it was, it was cool, though. It was cool. Um, one thing that I thought was pretty cool was that so two things that I thought that I thought were pretty cool that she said. She said, one, you need this you need to try to feel your feelings. Mm. I thought that was interesting. That part. Yeah. And so she said, instead of instead of equating your feelings to emotions, like I'm angry, I'm sad and all this stuff, try to tie your feelings to what your body is doing. So like when I was upset or mad, I I started having a headache. So I, instead of saying I'm upset or mad, I would be like, I have a headache. I'm hungry. I had this and I had that. So you kind of like, yeah, it's yeah. When she said that's it, I was like, hmm, okay, I'm gonna try that. And that shit worked. That that's shit worked. That shit worked. So that was dope. Um, she said that another thing she said that I thought was really cool, which I've kind of done in the past, which is kind of have like a journal to be able to write your thoughts down. But mm-hmm. instead of like writing them down, I just started doing voice memos. So once I got off the phone with her, like my first one was a voice memo. And I remember I was just like, just kind of just rambling, talking, talking. I started getting mad in the voice memo. But then she, one thing that she said was when like a lot of people write in their journal, they're writing out of emotion, which is cool, but you want to try to be constructive in your writing as well. So I went from like talking, being mad, then I went from being mad to like talking myself into more more of a calming mode. Mm. It was it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I think throughout that and everything it was pretty tight. So yeah, that was cool. 
Therapy's dope. I'm I'm so proud of you for thanks, man. Going and actually sticking with it. Yeah, I'm going twice now. Oh, I have, I've had two sessions now. So yeah, I'll, I'll, cool. man, I'm really proud of you about that. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Big, how it goes. Yeah, that was pretty tight. That's big. I I, I um. I love therapy. I love I love the preventative aspect of it too. The fact that you don't have to be you don't have to wait to go through something to you know seek therapy and you know even for me like just hanging out with y'all like that's therapy for me. So like yeah man respect mm-hmm. bro. Right on man appreciate you. Uh, I caught a dub in an L this week. Um, the dub was that uh, I um, celebrated my two year anniversary with my wife. Yeah, uh, so that, that was big. Um, I definitely um, appreciate her for just everything, man. I, I remember I was telling her, like, honestly, what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about um, Pastor Evans, and we were saying that he wouldn't have become the band he was without his wife, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like, I wouldn't be the person I am without my wife. Like, she really helped me with, you know, just reestablishing my family roots, and uh, the importance of relationships and patience and so uh that was big uh that was a definite win for me and then the l was um at work uh my coach um the first coach i ever had uh she passed away on friday and so that one hit a little home because that wasn't really i don't know like I, she's been sick for a while but i didn't know it was that bad so Again, that's just like a reminder of like, look, you know, you have been given a gift of life and, you know, make sure that you're making the most of it and make sure that, you know, you're helping people and just doing, you know, what's important and making sure you're focused on that. So it's been a kind of up and down week. Mm. So, yeah. How are you feeling right now? Uh, I don't think, well, as far as you, you talking about the my coach passing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it really hit me yet. Um, I think it'll hit me when 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 we go to the funeral, but I don't think it's hit me yet because mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't cried or anything. Um, I went to her Facebook page yesterday, and um, I don't nah, it ain't hit me yet. So I'm alright. Okay, okay, that's good, man. Well, you know, if it does hit you, or if anything else hits you. <laughs> You have us to lean on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. Well, sweep between the lines. Throw it up. All or right. You? Or are we? Throwing are we? Throwing it down? Hmm? No, so are we throwing it up? Yeah. Throwing yeah. it up. Throw it up. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be the last time. <laughs> <that you hear. laughs> yo, as yo. soon as, as soon as as soon as Rez cut cut his finger cut his hand across the neck, I knew exactly what y'all was talking about. Yo, so all right. We're not gonna do that bit stuff, but I will say that if there was one to go off of the way that that sounded when it ended, yeah, damn, that was, that was, the, that one. was the one. All right, all right, okay. So what we got? Um, well, one one from 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 Quay. He said that uh, Rock asked a real question on last episode about um, 
what do you think about pretty much uh what would you think about or what do you think about when you're not married i guess he was talking to me and you res or like how how we were saying what our life would look out with our without our wives mm. and he thought i guess he felt that because he was like yeah he can't see himself without his wife like he doesn't see himself with anyone else yeah. you know you know besides you know who he's with now and i think that's real i felt that yeah man like i don't know if i don't know we kind of touched on the last week like i said i don't know if i would want to be with, with like i don't know well, what i don't even know if i would have the energy <laughs> to, to want to do that something like this again because it's, it's so you invest so much time and emotion and energy and trust into one person it's like i don't know I don't know. I don't know if you want, we want to do it again. Well, me, me personally, I, I'm talking I, about myself. I wouldn't want to do it again. I, I'm, I'm telling y'all, I'm out. Like, I, like you out? Yeah, this is it. Because the thing is, like, is is just different when when a person really knows you. Like when you mm-hmm. don't have to put on a mask or a front or anything. Like you are your genuine self. They love you for you. Yeah. And like, they've learned your ways, and mm-hmm. you've learned their ways. And that's it's just it. It. I don't know how to put that part in the words. And to to like you said, you you invest so much into it to try to restart. It's like it's weird. I don't know. Maybe we're just getting older, but sometimes it's like like I'll look at like, dang, like if you had to restart a relationship, I would feel like a kid again. I feel like dang, like I gotta like start from scratch. Like like I'm at the I'm at the final boss. And I accidentally hit the reset, but now I'm at the fucking mm. world one. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, this is, nah, I ain't doing this again. What's your favorite color, nigga? Yeah. Well, you, you like you like long long walks on the on the beach on the beach on the beach. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What makes you cry? What does this? I want to play twenty one questions. Right. Are you waiting until? Am I going to see your family this holiday? I'm, oh, not not Thanksgiving. Am I going to see him Christmas? Oh, you got daddy Christmas? issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. For real. You got. Mm-hmm. You gonna talk to me about them? No. no? I played twenty one okay. questions last year. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, funny because who's just like man i've done that like three four times last year it's, 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 it's exhausting yeah it is exhausting i mean it's it's fun it's, it is fun to 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 get to learn someone new but like it's like when you get past that stage it's like you need to be, you need to be on the other shit that's yeah. how i feel so but at any rate, hit us up. Speak between lines. Thanks for your Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join a conversation we're already having. Also, check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash. Okay. So it's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-B-T-L store. You'll find all of our shit. Because I think, I think I've maybe been saying that too fast. That people don't really catch it. They don't really catch it because I kind of just be rolling off of them with the tongue. You know what it, I'm it's saying? It's in the show notes. It is in the show notes. But then... It goes to ask do people really read the show notes. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they don't read the show notes. We did have somebody buy something the other day. Was that one of y'all two? No, it wasn't. Yeah, like a few weeks ago we had somebody we had somebody purchase merch. Yeah. We shout got we y'all. yeah, yeah, we got people purchasing merch. Shout out, shout out. What are you waiting on, man? You, I'm talking Shit, to you. It's cold outside too. Yeah, right. man. Like for real. We got hoodies, we got shirts. But what are you waiting on? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the person that's that's visited the site a few times. Maybe browse around, put something in the cart, but you just you just didn't go through right. that checkout phase. What you waiting on? Hmm? Been through like three or four discounts. Three or four discounts. Twenty percent, thirty percent off. Yeah, you wait for that paycheck. Just put the money back. This this next this next paycheck didn't come Friday. Just put the money back. Put like thirty dollars back for a hoodie. Get you a nice little hoodie. Get you in your blue hoodie. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, oh, Valentine's Day. You know what I'm saying? Valentine's Day is coming up. 
Now get yourself something. Get a mug or some shit. A tote bag. At any rate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so really quick, I know we got a topic, but so I started this thing. Um, and it's Daily Stoics. It's a book called The Daily Stoic, right? And so what it is is it's a thick ass book, but it gives you something to kind of think about throughout that day. And so I picked it up from Barnes and Nobles um, a few days ago, and I kind of just been reading through some of them, but I try to like read one a day to kind of reflect on it a little bit. So I figured since today is the 12th, I would share today's with y'all's really quick or kind of like a brief summary of what it's about. Mm. Y'all down? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. So today's Daily Stoic for January 12th, the day that we're recording this, it says that it's only one path to serenity. And so pretty much what it's saying is, is that, um, so it's, so here's a thought. So it says, keep this thought um, at the ready at daybreak, throughout the day and at night. And that there's only one way, there's only one path to happiness. And pretty much that pathway is, you ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. The pathway is reminding yourself that you can only control what's in your control and you can't control what's not. Mm. I agree. I think um, that's timely. It's timely. Yeah, that's that's kind of on time for me. It's yeah. on time for you. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about it a little bit? No, it's just like, you know, it, it gets frustrating. Like, you know, you try to figure out um, why certain things happen. And, um, you know, you got no real say-so over the matter. Like, at the end of the day, like, a lot of these decisions, well, not a lot, all these decisions get made upstairs. And we're just kind of like, you know, the tenants of the building trying to figure out, you know, how to maintain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just knowing that look all i can do is control how i think how i feel how i treat people and i got to give them the best that i can while i can because i don't know how long that's going to be whether that be for me or for them mm-hmm. so yeah i like that yeah i think i feel you know i've actually kind of been battling with that until i got to it and it's crazy because a lot of what i read so far on kind of these these daily stoics you kind of heard and wonder facet or another but then i guess you kind of forget about them when you go through life mm-hmm. and then once you read it it's like you think of an instance where it's like well damn was i doing that when this situation came across mm. you know what i mean right um but i think that's important because i think we get a, i think we we get bogged down and we let anxiety take over because facts. we try to control so much that we don't have control of facts you know what i mean facts. so yeah i thought it was interesting there's a little bit more to the passage but Rock, if you want to get your thoughts off on this, you know you definitely can before we move on to. Nah, um, I I really really like it. It um, it reminds me of a quote that I I saw on a TV show. I can't remember the exact quote, but it was talking about a man of purpose versus a man who wants to have happiness. Mm. And the man who and the general quote is the man who wants to have purpose has to live a life where he's constantly reviewing the previous decisions and always agonizing on the future but to be really happy you have to live in the moment and you can't worry about what comes next or what comes or what you've already done and when you read that passage it made so much sense to me because 
if there's only one path, there's no reason to agonize about it. There's no reason to worry about it because mm-hmm. you already are going down that path anyway. So just enjoy the trip. Facts. Facts. I like it. Bars. So so this is kind of, I guess, a summarized totality of the passage. So it says, um, like I say, keep this thought at the ready at daybreak, throughout the day, and at night, right? And so it says... Um, in the remote in the morning, remind yourself of what is in your control and what is not, and only to focus on what is in your control. At lunch, remind yourself that the only thing you truly possess is your ability to make choices and to use reason and judgment when doing so. In the evening, remind yourself aside of the choices you make, your fate is not entirely up to you. The world is spinning, and we are spinning along with it, whichever direction, good or bad. Facts. So, I like that. Yeah, man. Daily Stoics. Daily Stoics. That's sick. I like yeah. that. So I, I think I'm going to start posting them online. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to do this. I'm trying to do it as often as possible. I made a Daily Stoic, so I'm going to try to do them daily. Um but the thing is, I don't want to just go online and read them. I actually want to be able to reflect on it and be able to speak on it in some fashion. So I'm going to work on that. I think that's a task. That's a task I'm going to give myself for Let's just this like week coming two, up. just two times a week. Two times a week. Yeah, and then you can work your way up as you get better. Yeah. I, I want to, I, the thing is, I want to do them daily. I want to have something to say every day. Huh. Do it every day. Yeah. So I think I'm going to just push myself to do it every day. But yeah, yeah that is the Daily Stoic for... January twelfth, two thousand twenty. I like that he put the stoic voice on too. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's this is the baby stoic from January two thousand twenty. Facts presented to you by King Gabe. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. So what we want to jump into? All right. So I want to talk to you guys uh, about something that I've been thinking about on and off for the past month or so, and it is, uh, what does your name mean, and what value to what value do you assign that or do you even have a value for it mm-hmm. uh so y'all know i'm a big game of thrones uh you know fan and one thing about it is there's a whole bunch of families but every family means something mm-hmm. and you could tell that each family is very intentional about honoring what that family name means right mm-hmm. and even in past generations i wouldn't say not so much now but if somebody in your community said something, that person's name carried weight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just before we jump into it, do y'all think that that value is even alive today, where people care what their what value their name has, or or what weight their name carries? I think maybe personally they do. I don't know if it's on the level of what it was in the past. I mean, because, you know, you, some places or even well, even some people, I mean, even now, depending on how big your name is, your name may stand some weight. Like if someone says that, oh, well, my last name is Bezos, you know, you automatically think, well, shit, nigga, you, you, you know, Jeff somehow or something like that or, you know, something like that. Or, yeah, <laughs> you know, something like that. So I guess I, I guess it depends. I mean, I don't know if it's on a level of what it was you know, back in the day, but I mean, I think to some degree, maybe in smaller circles, your name carries weight. I think you have to make a name for yourself, though. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know if just having the last name or having the name really carries as much weight as it used to. My opinion. Yeah, I think uh, th- when I when I hear of well, when I think about names that carry weight, you remember that scene in um, Black Panther when he got stabbed and he pulled mm-hmm. the thing out of, it and he was like, you know, my name is T'Challa, son of T'Chaka, and it's like like there was a lineage. There was like a meaning behind it. Like I don't think it's that deep now, um, but I think I agree with Abe that it's it's more personal. Like a person that names their child might think of it that way, but I don't know if the child necessarily always carries that weight. Like I didn't find out what my name meant until last year. I just Googled it, so that's you know I never really thought about it. Okay. So, okay. No. So where's your stand? I thought you said you brought it. No, I said, well, yeah. I said I was supposed to bring it. You forgot it. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, been, it's been a long morning. All right. But, um, and, like, you're, you're right. So I do agree from a celebrity standpoint, mm-hmm. those are the names that we look to, the, the names that we carry meaning. But uh, from a community standpoint mm. is where I was more looking at. Because, mm. like, um, Growing up, like the only names that carry weight was like pastors. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like if if uh, like you know, um, you know, I went to Calvary Baptist Church. So if you heard Reverend Gantz doing something, you knew it was going to get done. Right. And um, so fast forward, actually a couple months ago, I worked in customer service, and I was telling somebody I was going to do something, and he's like, oh, you know, hey, you know, hey, I, you know, I, you know, I've heard that, you know you know, a ton of times past, like, I'm telling you, as a man, I'm going to do this. You know, because when I put my name on something, I, I want it to mean something. I want the fact that this is something that's going to get done. Right. Mm-hmm. And I notice people don't care about that as much anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I think we've been kind of, like, oversaturated with just disappointment and people kind of like just saying what they need to say especially in customer service like niggas say what they need to say to get out the phone and then they right. forget about you so maybe that was it i mean no i mean i get that but it's like it's like even in everyday life yeah because um most people you know your name only carries way where where you work at and the people you're around and that's true you know mm. even outside of that it's hard for other people to uh to care so like one thing i'm working on is to try to make sure that the people who know my name it carries value because like one thing mm. i've noticed is like if your name doesn't command action that's a reflection of who you are hmm. so like if your name doesn't attract or if your name is always detracting that's what that's a reflection of what your name means. I like that. Mm, okay. What so what what steps I guess are you taking? Um, now I'm curious. So for me is it's um I've done a been doing a lot of the self reflection lately to it's like, well when when people hear my name, what is synonymous with it? What do people think of who know mm. me? Uh, the negative size is timely, unfortunately. Me being late, something I had to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, and s- depending on what it is, commitment can be an issue. 
because uh, we were talking about earlier before uh, we started recording is you know we've all done um, we've all done network marketing and one thing that stuck with me is uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Brian 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 Carruthers said hmm. that commitment <laughs> is doing something after the passion of the moment has passed mm-hmm. and that's something that I've been really guilty of in my life is if as long as I still have that same passion level my commitment level still there but once I'm no longer excited about it, it's like uh, do I still want to do that so yeah, right. it's getting back to the fact well I said this so I have to do it so those are the next things the, pos- the positive side is my personality Generally, somebody that's more positive, more up, go, more happy-go-lucky, somebody who tries to build others up. Mm-hmm. So just being aware of what the negative things are, so I can improve them, but also being aware of what the positive things are, because that also could be a crutch. Mm. It could easily turn into a negative. <laughs> that is true. If you lean on that shit, if you lean well, if you lean on that shit too much, lean on positive positivity too much. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be the annoying positive nigga. Those you say you don't want to be the nah, annoying. Don't be the annoying nigga. positive nigga. Because like I mean, because like think about it, even you know at work you you got somebody who wants to bring you something new, and they know it's trash, but they're always mm-hmm. excited about it. It's like come on now. Yeah. <laughs> you really happy about this? Yeah. Are you really? Like, there's a dude in my transition class. Like he, um, he's so energetic, so positive, that he acts out everything that he says like with his body mm-hmm. so like we'll be in a huddle and everybody's sitting in a chair and he says hey can i say something and then we like oh yeah go ahead he's like and so he'll like say and he'll like clap and be like so i had an idea and he'll like act out his whole like his whole body like he's he i i found out that he actually went to acting school too so yeah it made sense but yeah everything is literally a production i'm like my god sit down please like that's not even a good idea. <laughs> good body motion, but bad idea. Right. Um, but no, what you're talking about, like um, perception checks. That's mm-hmm. um, I remember um, I got challenged to do one. I need to do another one because it's been over a year. But I got challenged to do one too, uh, just to see you know what people think of you. Um, but I know for me personally, like um, I build mine up. I build my equity up through like. At work, at least, I could say. I built my equity up through doing stuff for other people when they couldn't. So, like, if they had to leave early, I would do something for them. Or if I had to stay late, I would do something for them. Or, um, hell, even Friday. Like, um, we had that that tornado warning. Mm -hmm. Uh, They let everybody uh, go um, early from work. And one of my uh, associates, they live out in Red Oak. So, they had to catch a bus. I'm definitely not going out there. Right. So they had to catch a bus from the job to the train station just to get to their car so they could drive. But we're under a tornado warning mm-hmm. and they're going the same direction I am. So I was like, well, look, are you leaving early? They said, yeah, I took them to the to the train station so they could get their car, made sure that they got in their car. And then I left. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they were like, you know, like just saying like man, I really appreciate it. You know, thank you. Like, like I didn't, I didn't know how I was going to get there mm-hmm. because you know, if, if a train gets delayed or a bus gets delayed and you're out there in the storm, like what are you supposed to do? Right. So yeah, I think that's really how I just try to 
build my equity mm-hmm. and my name uh at least my namesake that's why this is kind of hard to leave my job because like i'd have to literally restart everything as far as like building my equity right um i mean but should i don't i don't think your equity should equity should be only built in your job though but i mean yeah. what you're saying is that's probably where most of your equity is mm, no nah, i would say most of my equity is probably here yeah here, like on the podcast. Here in the podcast and at my house, I would say the because that's where I'm. I'm like the purest version of me. Between mm-hmm. the three places I spend the most time outside of work is here with y'all at the house or at church, mm-hmm. and those are the three places that I, I believe I built the majority of my equity. It just kind of filters over to my job. Got you. Like those lessons that I learned from you guys, or that I learn, you know, uh, at church or. Hell, my wife might put me on something or she'll check me on something. And I'm like, damn, I never thought about it like that. That kind of filters over. Mm, okay. Hmm. But That's what's up. I should probably think about that a little bit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm a, I mean, just what, what my equity is mm. with people. I want to say I'm pretty sure it's decent. I mean, because I'm, I'm. <laughs> what was that commercial? What was that what? commercial? It's just like the one where it's just like, okay, it's just not okay. What was that? Oh, Oh, that's a good marketing. Uh, you remember the commercials? Just like, oh my god. Yeah, because it's uh, because because uh, because it's the doctor comes in. It's like, oh, uh, well, I just got back from leave. Are you nervous? Yeah, me too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like they're about to have, they're about to have sort like I think it's like a cell phone carrier commercial, but it was like a doctor was about to do surgery, mm-hmm. and uh, the doctor was literally just coming back from leave. So they ain't been a doctor doing nothing for no time. Oh, uh, yeah. And they was like, oh, are you nervous? She said, yeah. He was like, yeah, me too. He's like, well, let's prepare for surgery. He was like, being okay is not okay. Like, Shit. That's, that is funny. I don't know what commercial it is, though. That's I got to find it. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to find it. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's decent. I mean, I tried my best. Well, I I guess morally, you know, I tried, I tried not to screw over people. But then, of course, that's easy. This guy go. Yeah, is it Geico commercial? Of course it is. Yeah, or Geico, what, Geico's calling you or something? Or no, it's Geico. Commercial. No, it's the Geico. Yep, <laughs> first thing that popped up. No, Geico commercial. Uh, see, but um, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, you know, you try, you try your best to be not, you try your best to be a good person. But I think, well, you try your best not to screw over people. But I think the equity building is, it comes from when you can benefit someone's life. I don't know if, you know, like you know what I mean. I like I don't know what that has been for me lately. You know what I mean. So I don't I don't know. I have to ask myself that. I think. Yeah, and unfortunately, that's why so much of it is at work. It's because that's where you, well, for me anyway, that's where most of my time is spent. Mm. And then like outside of that is it's either I'm at home, I'm chilling, or I'm around a small group of friends. So I don't have the bigger impact on the wider on the wider spread so i understand that that's where most of it's going to be yeah so it is what it's a double-edged sword mm. hmm. so i mean would y'all be okay with it just being that like are you okay with it just being at your job if that's where your equity is being built or res between work church and church and whatever like if you're just fine with that are you I mean are you if it's just that are y'all fine with that? Uh, real talk, I don't want to cut you. Hold on, go ahead, go ahead. Real talk, like 
I think for the, like the last maybe like half a year, uh, I've been wrestling with this thought of just letting go. Like I, I've spent most of the last decade like pushing, like I want this, I want, I want to be at this level, I want to do all these big things, right? And I think the last six months, and I don't, I don't know what life happened to me during that period, but like I've been kind of really just focusing on letting go and just being content. Like I really don't care. Um, I don't really care to like I want to do great things, but at the same time, it's like I I don't feel tied to them emotionally anymore like I used to. Like I don't feel like less of myself because I'm not at a particular place. Like I was um how can I summarize this real quick? Like all right, so one dude he was talking to us and he was like sometimes like um. Uh, you want something so bad and you're trying to push for it. And it's like your every waking moment is like your drive. Like everything is pushing you to this moment and mm-hmm. you just don't get it. Like you ask God for it. And it's like, God, I want this to happen for me. I want this for my family. I want this for whatever reason. And then you just don't get it. And then he said, one of the reasons that that happens is because sometimes God is divorcing you from the desire. Um, so that when you get it, you understand that you're you no matter what. Hmm. The fact that you accomplish that doesn't make you you. Hmm. So some people get so tied up in like, oh, well, when when I hit this level, when I make this income, when I when I get this promotion, when I get this marriage or this wedding or this spouse or this child or whatever, I don't know, whatever it is they want. They think that validates them. And he's saying, no, you are you regardless of you having that that way you can have that thing and that thing doesn't have you. It doesn't have possession over your identity. Your mm-hmm. identity is a child of God. Your identity is somebody who's supposed to do good in the world. And so I think I've been wrestling with that. So if it's limited to work, church, and a podcast, I'm pretty content with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, originally it, wa- it wouldn't have been because I wanted my name to be this huge grandiose something larger than life but uh the more that i look back the more i reflect on it i realize that's the only place that it matters because mm-hmm. the only time where my name should carry weight to people who truly know me mm-hmm. because when you look at celebrities our perception of them may not be who they really are so we're looking at somebody from afar someone who we you know never met or somebody who never we never will and we're looking at a role or a piece of artwork or a piece of film or whatever medium it is to judge their lives mm-hmm. so i'm okay with my equity being spent up at work the people who know me and the people who actually interact with me or people who hear me because they get to know me you know what i mean mm-hmm. people outside of that is irrelevant you know let's say i went to a different state and somebody didn't know anything about me and i said i'm gonna do something i said yo you know as a man or you know as jerry rochelle this gonna get done that's not supposed to mean anything to them because they don't know me yet Mm -hmm. so i'm okay with the fact that where i spend my time for those people it matters for the people who know me for people who i invest in the people who invest into me that it matters there. That's facts. That's good. I'm not mad at that. Um, 
Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. I think, I think, I think how you feel about how people think about you and what your equity is, who are close to you, I think that's important. Kind of like what y'all are saying or what, what Jared is saying. Because I think, I think there, in that headspace, that's where kind of peace of mind comes you know what I mean? If you mm-hmm. if you know that your equity is solid with these people that truly love you and trust you and know who you are, you know, there's peace that comes with that. Um, I'm not mad at that at all. I think that should be the most important thing because once you get into the realm of trying to, I guess, increase your brand or increase your equi- equity with people who don't really know you or trust you or really just don't know you, I mm-hmm. think then you open yourself up to I guess criticism because these people really don't know who you are. So you open, you open yourself up to that. And if you take it personal, it could affect you mentally. Now at the same time, um, I think with me, I think I'm still in the phase of wanting to influence a lot of people positively. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I know I want, I guess equity, since we're using that word, I know I want strong equity, equity with my wife, of course, my daughter, you know, my family and all that stuff. I want these people to know that they can, you know, love me and trust me, and you know, that I'll be there for them in whatever way. But I think I have another side of me that I've kind of had for a while that I just want to be able to influence people in a positive way, and whatever that is, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at right now with that. And I mean, will that? always be the case um i don't know i mean what well, like when i say influence people i mean actively doing it not just running across somebody and, and like we'll scan in the friendship and then they find out oh yeah you know he's a good person he's a positive person like i want to like actively like try to bring positivity in people's life like even with the daily story thing that i was talking about at the beginning of the podcast like i want to be able to share that with people because you don't know who that can you know, influence or who whose life that'll change. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of where I'm at with that. Of course, I want the equity in my family to be close and important. And that's the one that matters because peace of mind comes with that. But I think also that I want to still be able to, you know, bring positivity to people's life on a on a on a scale that's larger than than myself, I guess. So what scale would you want to be at to find that you've accomplished it like because uh, I, I understand exactly what you what you mean by that mm-hmm. and for me is like I wanted to have a if I if I were to die today my question is always what type of impact would I leave mm-hmm. you know outside of just my direct family and my direct you know no just outside my family and for me it was, it was as long as if I brought one person made one person life better then my life meant something. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I, I have helped others, but for me, it's like I at least want to make a difference with one person that, you know, life had truly changed mm-hmm. because they met me. Yeah. So what would your... I don't think there's a number. I don't think there's a number. I just think there is... Okay, so I don't think there's a number of the amount of people. I just think there's... I, I want to say there's a number in the 
what actions I can do to bring positivity out like that because you don't know who's going to be receptive to anything you know what i mean like you can do all this shit and it may be it may not be reciprocated in the way that you wanted to even at the time frame you wanted to you know what i mean so i mean you just never know so i don't think there's a number that i that i have as far as who or how many i just think that how i guess how i'm thinking about it is like what are you doing to bring positivity and it's it's positivity is is such a basic word but that's just i guess the word that i'm using what are you doing to bring positivity into other people's lives in a sense whatever that number is i mean Mm -hmm. it can be one person you know what i mean it can be 20 people it can be twenty thousand people you know i don't know i don't know i don't know what the number is that's not the number i'm really focused on i just think that if it's like you want to focus on doing the work the work yeah whoever affects it it's affects. yeah that's that's just what it was i mean if it's if it's if i post like i like this whole daily story thing that i'm thinking about doing this whole project that i'm thinking about doing for 2020 if i post one post a day and let's say nobody talks about it and then like december 21st hit and one person one person messages me and says yo this post that you did today, that mug was it. This mug changed me. Then shit. That's just what it is. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that was worth it. You know what I mean? Or if I do all the posts and none of them hit, none of them hit. That's just what it is. But the energy I put is out there. You know what I mean? The positive energy that I that I wanted to put out there is out there. If it gets caught up when I do post it, cool. If not, or when I do put it out there, cool. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. I think that's one of I think that's one of the, the important things about even having the platforms that we do, even with Speak Between the Lines, is like we have stuff, we have content, and it's out there, and it may not have hit like we wanted it to, but there's going to be a time where people are going to reach back at old content to see what we're talking about. I think it's the same thing with anything, any project you do. Any project that you do that you're putting out content, there's always the potential for people to reach back at your older content. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or older energy. To me, it just sounds like you're kind of operating off of like who you're supposed to be. And it's it's funny you mention that because I remember I took a note earlier today. um, It said there's only two reasons that you're here in in this world. Hmm. Uh, The first reason is to develop who you become in God, right? Like, as you grow and you learn different things, like we talked about, like the fruit of the spirits, mm-hmm. um, last week, last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, patience, joy, you know, all like, I'm not going to go through the whole lineup, but mm-hmm. you know, just developing that. Cause I can't remember. I'm going to say, be you know, what's crazy is like, I didn't notice, but, uh, I was washing my hands, uh, in a bathroom yesterday. I looked to my left and there's literally the fruits of the spirits are listed. Like, on my in my bathroom like on this like picture thing mm-hmm. i had never seen that before and i was like that's weird like that's ironic so i was like all right cool i'm, I'm just gonna try one a day so like, every time i go to the bathroom and i wash my hands i'm gonna look to the left and i'm gonna see what what fruit there is mm-hmm. and i'm gonna try to do it that day so, you so yesterday so was love now. So you don't wash your hands one time. Okay, gotcha. Well, I was only in that. I was, I was only, look at this guy. I was only in the bathroom, that bathroom. There's more than one in the house, but yes. Oh, you fancy. I wonder what bathroom. Stop it. But um, 
No, one thing he was saying was, um, uh, you know, one is who you become in God, but the second thing is the good works that God has for you to do. And it's, that's kind of feels like what it, what you're speaking to is like the influence, the positiveness is like you are you are actively seeking to do those things mm-hmm. for people. Right. Which is the reason you're here. Like a lot of times we, we get like conflicted and confused about like what's the real purpose of being here well that's that's the purpose um I, i'll probably do a topic on that uh i'm not gonna do it now for sake of time but like there's a lot there's this part of the bible where it talks about how god asks people to do things and it's like he'll ask but then he'll ask you how are you going to accomplish it it was crazy and like and there's a part of it and i read the read it this morning i was like why i didn't even know that was in the bible but like he literally said all right i got a job for you to do who gonna do it and then one person said oh i'll do it it was angel and he's like oh i'll do it he's like no nah, you ain't gonna make it and he, he told him he was like you're not gonna you're not gonna be successful and he asked this other person uh this other angel and, and the angel said yes i'll do it but he said okay well how are you gonna do it so it's not just like okay well i'm willing to do it He's going to make sure that whoever goes is equipped to actually do the thing that needs to get done because he's not going to fail it. Mm-hmm. That's you. It's like you're seeking to do good works. You're seeking to, to have an impact on a community outside of the family. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, cool. Well, when he needs you to do that, you're going to start seeing things start to happen like that. Like like it's like a reverberating impact. So like you're stoic. um, Dang, what's it called? Stoic daily, stoic. daily the stoic. daily stoics. Yeah. So like, even if you did a daily stoic every day, and then like you said on December twenty first, somebody's like, "This one you posted was the one." I never told you it was the one, but this changed my life. Mm-hmm. Or like, like when we got that one email or I or DM when they was like, "Hey, you said this on a podcast, and like, you don't understand how that hit me." Mm-hmm. Man, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that gave me energy for next year to do this whole podcast. Yeah, it, that that happens. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? Like that one comment, like revitalized me for the next year to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I, matter of fact, I tell you, like, I just I am somebody, or I am. I'm so used to work. I just sent a DM to somebody and sliding um, in there. Somebody, somebody had posted this 46 weeks ago on February 21st, 2019. It said. Shout out, shout out to uh, So Shameless Pod, Ted and Tasho, and Speak Between the Lines for keeping me through this trying time. And it's like that type of stuff, mm-hmm. like that type of impact that even like, even though you may not know it in the moment, you're changing people's lives. Like you're playing your part actively now. Mm-hmm. You're just going to do it on a grander scale once you're equipped to do what you need to do. Yeah. And it's not up to you to equip yourself. Right. See? Yeah. You just, de- you like, like you develop, you know, yourself as much as you can. And then he's just going to equip you with whatever you need to deliver the goods that you're supposed to deliver. So be patient. Patient. There you go. That's the thing. Be patient. Because like, like you say, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's already happening. Yeah, that's the thing. That ooh, mm. it's active. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. 
It doesn't just appear like it's continuous growth. You're you're actively doing it now, even in this moment. Well, he's not talking right now, so. Well, let's. I mean, that was a good joke, but but even even in even in silence, but yeah, the yeah. thoughts that you have that lead you to a new perspective, like all of that stuff matters. Like the quiet time matters. The 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 one on one conversations matter. The the therapy sessions matter. Like all of this shit matters. Everything is everything. Your brother always said that. And so does. And and it, it's so true. Like that is one of the truest statements I've ever heard. Like everything is everything. All this shit counts. Okay. That was a good song too. It mm-hmm. was. Anyway. Uh but one question I do want to go and ask you guys about this is and I'll answer myself is what do you want your name to mean? You know, after we put in the work, after we're gone, it's like when people look back, whether it's friends, family members, coworkers, or even people who don't know you, what do you want? What do you want your story to be? Um, I think I think I want my story to be. I guess with family, I want I want my story to be that you no, know, he was loving. He was caring. He was extremely supportive, and he did what he needed to do to take care of his family. Even if let me not say that. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. No, I was thinking about a conversation we had that wasn't on the podcast before we were talking. We were talking about all that credit stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah so I, I, that thought came back. Um, so there's that, and then I think, man, I just think that I want people to think that I don't know I was a positive influence in their life in some way shape form or fashion you know what I mean I just think I think that's what it is especially especially going through I guess everything that that I'm going through now and went through in the past and working my way to get out of it I just want to I just don't I I think that people should know that there is a way out of whatever you're dealing with. And I was somewhat, even if it's a small influence, I was some type of influence of helping somebody get out of whatever they're dealing dealing with. Hmm. So on a, on a larger scale, that's on a larger scale. You know what I mean? So I think that's what I want my name to be me personally. That's dope. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, for me, um, like uh, I was saying earlier, like I had, I Googled my name like a year ago or so, and um, I found out my name uh, meant lone wolf. And I used to like that. I used to really like that um, until I really looked at like my family and my family is really broken um, in many different ways. Like my side, my wife's side is like they're solid as can be. Mm-hmm. But my side is like just fractured. And so I think truly I'd, I'd want my name to mean, I guess, rather than Lone Wolf, like, you know, one of the pack. Like, I just want to be I just want to be part of the pack. I want to I want to I want my family to be close. I want my friends and I to be close. I want us to be able to have that influence that I think all three of us 
think about and talk about yeah collectively like i don't want to be alone like i've been alone long enough um that would be like you know once i leave that that would be probably the biggest one okay so for me of course with family um i want to be the the person that if something happened they you know they know that or or you know they know that they can come to me mm. and um especially with family that's you know of course the loving all that stuff but the fact that my actions are there mm-hmm. it's easy to have words but with family i want to make sure that my actions have always been someone who truly cherishes family and also someone who's there for me um with everyone else's is did did I leave their life better right. because I was in it? Right. Whether that's a close or or somebody who's not close friends, it's is did I did I make a positive impact? Uh, like ultimately, like at my funeral, I won't look up and have nothing but people crying because I was there. I don't want it to be a situation where, oh, well, he's gone, but thank God because mm-hmm. he didn't. He always took. He mm. never put back. Right. So for me, it's like, I, I want to enrich people's lives. There you go. Yeah. Real talk, man. That's what's up. Well, I guess that's something else we can work on for 2020. Yeah. Put that on to-do list. Not the resolutions, the to-do list. The to-do list, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> what resolutions? <laughs> How many resolutions do you think are dead right now? <laughs> Like, at least 33 good grief <laughs> oh, yeah man. man people give up early that's tough alright man y'all ready to get the hell up out of here Rocky got anything else on that uh no that was it he's quick on that trigger alright man we'll get the hell up out of here man um, hit us up speak with some lines Facebook, Twitter, Instagram start a conversation with us join the conversation we're already having um, let us know what you thought about today's episode Focusing too much on things that you can't control, you know, is that hindering your happiness? What is your name? What does your name mean to you? Let us know. Uh, Also, check out our merch, bit.ly forward slash SPTL store. You'll find all of our shit. Thank you, Rock. If nothing else, this is uh, King Gabe signing off. Going with J Rock. Young Rez. Stay between the lines. We are out of here.